So, if you don't understand the ways of God, you can go without. That means that one of the greatest things that you need to know is the way God works. So, the Bible says, he showed his acts to the Israelites, but his ways to Moses. Do you know the ways and the character of God? In today's lesson, Apostle Tego connects effectual prayer to truly knowing and seeking the character of God. Welcome to the Oasis of Love Community Church Podcast. You may be seated. So Holy Spirit, have your way. In Jesus' name, quickly turn your Bibles with me to James chapter 5. James chapter 5. Let's pick up from where we left off yesterday, uh, last week. Hallelujah, we are already flowing. As the Lord leads, we will do some things in the name of Jesus. Somebody got to know, leave here knowing that God touched you today. That God settled some issue. Oh, come on, somebody say, Lord, settle my issue. Amen. I'm telling you, this journey we are doing in, the, in, in prayer, I want to encourage you for me. I've said it and I'll say it again. One of the greatest gifts, one of the greatest legacies we can ever leave for a generation is the ab ability to contact God. That was the best thing I believe Jesus did with his disciples when he taught them how to pray. Because he was, he was able to tell them in that context, you can have the same results I have if you do what I do. And he's telling them, all I do is what I see my father do. All I speak is what I hear my father speak. And, and, and in one context, do I see and hear is in the place of prayer. So Jesus didn't play with prayer. Uh, we used to sing a song, Jesus started in prayer, ended with prayer. Prayer is the key. Hallelujah. He started with prayer. You are in the book of, uh, you, are, you, are, you are reading the gospel of Mark. You see it. You can connect prayer with the power, prayer with his ministry. In Mark chapter 1, I love that verse that says in verse 35. Early in the morning, while it was still day, 5 a.m. prayer. You think you are the only one who did it. Jesus knew how to do 5 a.m. prayer. Early in the morning, after a night of miracles, after revival, after breakthroughs, people just left right center receiving healing and deliverance and power flowing. Everybody went. Jesus went to maybe take a little bit of break, rest. Early in the morning before everybody else woke up, he was back in the presence of God, asking God, what is next? The disciples in their carnality in the morning, they come. They're like, Jesus, we are ready for round two. Everybody's waiting for you. Jesus said, uh-uh. I just received an assignment in prayer. Because, you know, if you, it was me and you, we will wake up, we won't pray. We're like, oh, God, what you did last night, come on, let's do it again. Jesus said, no, no, no. God says, it's time for me to go to the other cities. For that is why I came. He received direction, instruction from the Heavenly Father, from headquarters. So he never had, if you will, failure. The only time he couldn't do something, it wasn't because of him. It was because the people wouldn't connect. Is this making sense? And, and so prayer, someone says it's time to pray. Church, it is time to pray. You've heard it before and you hear it again and keep hearing. But it is really high time to pray. Look at the, sit, uh, the, the situation we are in. Um, prayer is not an option. So I encourage you. So that is why the Lord is laid upon our heart. And we will do this um, um, for the next few weeks. You know, till I, I feel like God is, is, is done. 
uh, we are doing the effectual prayer. Someone say effectual prayer. And what do we say effectual prayer is? Effectual prayer is prayer that gets results. I don't want to waste time. Quick, you know what I'm saying? If I pray, I want to see results. All right, but in the next few weeks, we'll let you know that, that, that there are times where the physical results or manifestation doesn't happen the moment you pray. However, the answer happens the moment you pray. So we will break that for us. Amen? So for us to sometimes, if not often, wait till the manifestation happens before we believe that he answered or heard our prayer is trying to walk in the faith of Thomas. How many of you know Thomas? You know, man, Thomas, but you know he was an apostle. Oh, but sometimes we forget he was even an apostle. And we have dubbed him Doubting Thomas. What a name to, to have a legacy. After 2,000 years, that's the name you leave. The Lord redeemed me. And, hey, may they never write in the history books Doubting Alfred. Uh-uh. My name shall be Faithful Alfred. Fruitful Alfred. Powerful Alfred. Anointed Alfred. Miracle working Alfred. You, I'm talking about me. You better be declared for yourself also. Amen. Jesus said to Thomas, oh, you know you, you have answered the prayer. Your prayer is answered because you have seen me. Blessed. Oh, come on. Somebody say blessed. Blessed is the man that hasn't seen yet believes. So we will get in some of those things. And then later on, I just want to tease you. We will talk about how uh, the, the three Three ways you deal with God. So we'll be talking to you maybe in the next couple of weeks. How you approach God as a father. How you approach him as a friend. And how you approach him as a judge. Amen. That judge one. Many in the body have not tapped into it. Amen. Somebody say, you want, you want that one now? No, we are not there yet. But that is very powerful. See, because you have to understand that God is a father, he's a friend, and he's a judge. You don't go to him for what friend will give you and go to him as a judge. So that's why I told you that there is protocol to prayer. Amen. There are many forms of prayer. Keys to prayer. So sometimes you are trying to use one key to open a wrong door. You have the keys, but how many of you know that not every key on my keychain opens any door unless you have a master key? <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So, so you, uh, in, in prayer, it's not just about the motion. It's not just about the activity. Some of us just enjoy the activity of prayer and don't realize that no, there is a purpose. There is a target. Paul said, I refuse to be like a shadow boxer. I need to hit some targets. Oh, no wonder in the military they have laser missiles. How many of you know back in the day they would just drop a bomb and then you know everything is just scattered? Collateral damage. No, no, no. Now they have precision bombers. It can take this building alone and everything else is spared. People of God, I declare in the weeks to come, your prayer is going to be laser focused. You are going to hit your targets. You are going to see. Listen to me. You are about to receive some results and you will say, oh, I remember when I prayed for that and this is it. 
Oh, glory to God. I felt that. You see, when that happens, you get excited. See, but sometimes we scatter the prayer. We just scatter it and then hope something lands. Hallelujah. Oh, but God is about to help you to be an effective prayer. Someone say effectual prayer. So it is effectual prayer is a prayer that releases power to achieve the results that you need. Ah. And so he said, now verse number 13. Let's quickly do this. Hallelujah. I want to move on. Glory to God. If you have not been following us, please, there's already two messages we have preached on this. Make sure you contact, uh, you go to the YouTube uh, or the Facebook live or just see uh, our sound people and let them give you uh, the ones we have already said. We are going to build from it. He says, is any among you afflicted? Let him do what? Pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. There are people who are afflicted today and yet they refuse to pray. Oh, I heard the Holy Ghost say, no, no, no. In fact, some people, are, some people think they are praying, but all they are doing is complaining. Oh, we will get into that. We will get into that. Ah, sometimes I'm tempted to even jump. See, but that's the problem we have. We are saying a lot of things and yet saying nothing. Because I proved to you, uh, in a minute I will set it up, I proved to you that, 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 that there is nothing like unanswered prayer. What you may have is unheard prayer. Okay. Because unanswered prayer is as a result of unheard prayer. So the key to prayer is not to get God to answer your prayer. The key to prayer is to get God to hear your prayer. So you don't pray and go and say, well, I prayed and God didn't answer me. No, God didn't hear you. You see, that, that wakes you up. So now you're going, oh, how many of you know you ask me something and I don't do it. And then later on you come and complain to me and say, ah, I don't remember you asking me that. I didn't hear you. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? So, so therefore, in my communication with my wife, every time I want to make sure that she hears me. So sometimes I will ask for feedback. Even with my children. In fact, in relationship communication, I tell people, and this will help somebody. See, in communication, it is not what you say. It's what the person heard. Therefore, if in the communication, uh, as a husband and wife or whatever, if I tell you I love you, but you heard I hate you, then that is what I said. See, because you are going to react to me based on what you heard. So I need to make sure you are hearing exactly what I want to communicate. So I may tell my children, uh, tell me, what did I say? Because sometimes I run up by their door, hey, clean your room. And then you go. I come back and this is not done. And they say, ah, but daddy, we don't remember you saying that. So I need to take the extra few seconds. When they say yes, I say, uh, what did I say? You said for us to clean our rooms. Now they don't have an excuse, right? They heard. So the prayer God hears, he answers. Write that down. And that is the process. That is what we want to bring to you. To get you excited so you can pray. Prayers that God will hear. And once he hears them, he can answer them. He can manifest them. Is somebody here with me? Prayer becomes exciting. Are you listening to me? When you can communicate with a being that is super powerful that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all you can even ask or imagine is anybody here ready to walk into some manifestations of prayer 
Oh, Kaba, say Kaba. Come on, somebody say amen. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Verse 14. And let them pray over him, anointing him with oil. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Anointing with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. Hallelujah. And the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven. Come on, let's keep going. Confess your faults one to another. Pray for one another that ye may be healed. The effectual, hallelujah. Somebody say effectual. Effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availed much. Then he tells you, today we are going to stay on this one. Elijah or Elias was a what? An angel. Elijah was a prophet. Is that what he says? He is pointing you not to his calling. He is pointing you not to his special gifts. He is telling you he is a man like who? You and I. Was a man subject to like passions as we are. And yet, he prayed earnestly, fervently, that it might not rain. And it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. And then Bible says he did what again? He prayed again. Now, I want you to understand that the again there means that it was similar to the first one. So, the first one, it says, he prayed what? Earnestly, that it be not rain. It did not rain. So, the next one, when he says again, should also be equal to what was said before. Does it make sense? That means that he also prayed earnestly that it rain. And it, uh, the Bible says what? And the rain came, the heaven gave rain. And the earth brought forth its fruit. Alright. Quickly. I mentioned to you last week. That God is not a respecter of what? God is not a respecter of persons. He just told you that. I didn't answer Elijah's prayer. Because he was a prophet of fire. You know, sometimes you want to put him at a, at, a, at a pedestal that you cannot reach. Oh, I know God will do that for Elijah. Hallelujah. I don't think he may do that for me. Oh, I think maybe God hears Pastor Alfred's prayer more than me. Or he hears, you know, we, how many of you, how many of all of us, we do that? We try to think that there are some people who are closer to God than any one of us. Pastor, I know if you, you pray, God will answer your prayer. There may be a reason why. Maybe the reason is I have learned to contact him, but you have that same access. Turn to somebody and say, you have that same access. You have the same access to God. He shed the same blood for you that he shed for me or for anybody else. Now, 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 listen, I, I, I do understand. Let me balance this. I do understand that there are seasons and times where God puts a special anointing on special people for special occasions. Right? I'm not denying that. Okay, but it is in that moment when they are operating from their gift or their anointing, God will do stuff for you. So he says, obey your prophets and you shall what? Prosper. So I don't want to demean that and you go about it and say, oh, I can do the same thing that this person. No. Can I balance this out? But right now I'm just talking to you and I on the, on the, on the simplest plane of prayer and contact with God. That as a man, not as a pastor, not as an apostle, not as a prophet, as a man and as a woman, we have the same access. I am not more a child of God than you are. Amen. God doesn't have grandchildren, right? Amen. So, so we all, Bible says, can come boldly to the throne room of God. So at that, that's the level I'm talking about. 
I'm not talking about now, you know, because he, he said in James that if you are sick, call the what? The elder. So there's a place for someone to help you push through. Is this okay? All right. So he said, we said that God is not a respecter of persons. However, God is a respecter of what? Purpose, principles, and protocol. Amen. And then during the week, I even heard he's also a God of procedure and processes. Amen. I'll stick with the three. See the five P's now. Grace. Amen. God is a respecter of purpose. He will work all things according to his purpose. So if you connect your prayer to his purpose, you are okay. Number two, God is a God of principles. Do you know that there are some people who are not even saved? If they work some of the principles of God, they get the results that Christians are not getting. There are unbelievers who tight and get results. And church people come and say, I don't think I should tight. Why should I tight? That is Old Testament. Okay, keep your money. Can I say this? I didn't want to talk about that. Listen, listen. You, God loves you, but there are some things you will not be able to break through if you are not a tight. I will just lay that to you. Because tight gives God permission to become your partner. When you refuse to tithe, you are independent of God. Amen. Is this okay? All right. So, so God is a God, a respecter of principle, purpose, principle, and protocol. He's a respecter of protocol. How you approach him. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Into his courts with praise. Bless him. So, Outer court, inner court, holies of holies. You don't just come to God anyhow. You don't just go to President Biden anyhow. We honor men sometimes more than we honor God. Again, sometimes when we go into this, we have to balance it because, you know, uh, some people also can take it to an extreme, you know, into legalism and all that. No, but there's that healthy respect that you need to have for God. There is a procedure. There is a protocol. Amen. He tells you, come to me with singing. There are days and times that before you do anything, just go and sing unto the Lord. Amen. So God is a God of what? Purpose. He's a God of principle. He's a God of protocol. Now, that also matches this. God is a God of his, is a respecter of his will. He's a respecter of his word. And he's a respecter of his way. And this is how the Holy Ghost showed me. See, his will matches his purpose. Are you following? His will equals his purpose. His word equals his principles. Where do you find God's principles? In his word. His way equals his word. The protocol. Am I, am I talking to somebody here? So, if you don't understand the ways of God... You can go without. That means that one of the greatest things that you need to know is the way God works. So the Bible says he showed his acts to the Israelites but his ways 
to Moses. He showed his ways to Moses. He showed his what? Ways to Moses. Hallelujah. The, the prayer uh, uh, so, um, uh, uh, Moses prayed was that, Lord, show me your ways. And so once upon a time, God comes to the Israelites and say, the reason why you all are messed up is because your ways are not my and today we use that hallelujah to to comfort ourselves when something bad happens we will say oh after all our ways are not his ways in fact when you say that you are indicting yourself he didn't say that was supposed to be a fact what he was trying to say was this he put it this way let the unrighteous man forsake his thoughts and the wicked forsake his ways for your ways are not my ways and your thoughts my thoughts that means if you ever say my ways are not his ways then you are saying you are wicked it is the wicked man who doesn't know his ways and so he tells you when Jesus comes glory to God we have the mind of Christ if you have the mind of Christ, don't you have the thoughts of God? And if you have the thoughts of God, you will also know his ways. Folks, there are times I don't know exactly some scriptures, but if something is happening, I, I, I have, I'm learning to know his ways and his character that I can judge. I may not give you a scripture and a verse, but I know this ain't God. Are you following what I'm saying? You know, how I many of you know all the all the Bible, the scriptures? No, I, I, there's something that tells me no, this ain't God. So just knowing the character of God will help you to pray. And then I also know, I may not see scripture and verse, but I know, oh, God wants me to have this. How many of you know there is nowhere in the Bible that says you can have a Benz, a Mercedes Benz? Has anybody found a Mercedes Benz in the Bible? BMW. Oh, it is there. BMW. Be my wife. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. Right? There's no way. You know, but you can get to the place. Doesn't God want the best for you? Yeah. Now, I'm not saying those are the only two cars that are best, you know, but, but what I'm saying is this. He says, no good thing will I withhold from you? So if you come to the place where you know that there's something that is good for you, then you can believe in him that it is for you. You didn't say amen. Yeah. No good thing will he withhold from me. He said in the book of Romans, if God did not withhold his only begotten son, but gave him up freely for you and I, how much more? With him will he also give you all things, all things, all things to enjoy. Are you listening to me? If I am able to give my uh, uh, my my children up, hallelujah, a Lamborghini at the age of 16. Oh, Jesus, no, you should have said amen. Hallelujah. Uh, if I can give them a Lamborghini and then one day they come to me and say, Daddy, I thank you for the Lamborghini. Oh, but I, I need a bicycle, but I don't think you will give it to me. Would that make sense? Jesus gave you, uh, uh, God gave you Jesus. God gave you Jesus. And he's not going to help you pay $600 in rent. He, he, we can't believe him to pay off our 
car loan, student loan. He gave you Jesus. Is there anything more expensive than Jesus? Is there anything more valuable than Jesus? Is anybody here with me? So see, already you come into the whole thing and say, okay, I know I need that and it is good. I can believe him for it. Am I helping somebody here today? See, so that is what we are talking about. That if you know his ways, it connects you to that protocol. So you can come boldly. Come boldly. You are not afraid. Come boldly. We pray that you were blessed by this episode. Please tune in tomorrow to learn more about effectual prayer. Also, if you are in need of prayer or a church home, please visit us at www.oasisoflovecc.org. Remember, we love you with the love of Christ. Thank you for listening to the Oasis of Love Community Church Podcast.